Looking for a better way to connect to your Kickstarter audience? Looking for videos to reach out and inform your followers what exactly is going on, fulfilling campaigns, or you know, just creating content to interact with? I'm your guy. If you're an author looking to make something, a dynamic video to reach out and actually reach your Kickstarter followers, whether it's offering a cool reward, whether it's answering mail, whether it's whatever you can imagine, I can be there to help you. Check out my Kickstarter services in the description below. A minute here because like I said, Zoom. They're See, and I've work. been trying to figure out how to do this because I'd like to get on yeah. Twitch with my sister, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can talk about that if we want. Okay, mm -hmm. hold on a second. I, I, I gotta, gotta get to the point here. Oh, maybe, maybe it's just working. That'd be wonderful. That would be wonderful, actually. No, it says good. meeting is now streaming live on Twitch on my end. I don't no, know no, no, whether no. So, Zoom so, lives so, or not. So, so okay so this is this is how this works right because of how zoom and twitch kind of work together right i don't have a direct feed straight to twitch from zoom now if i was working on say um you know Streamyard, right i could okay do it. I, I could do it a lot it's a lot quicker a lot simpler and uh, yeah I, I i got it i i got it i got it, mr i got it, mr twitch but the, but the thing is right um with the whole process with, with the whole process of it um so I have two feeds. So when I first hit the button, I have to mute the Twitch feed. Otherwise, you just hear an echo. Oh um, yeah, you uh, got your sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. So I have to mute the Twitch one. So I'm so this way I can watch for comments if comments do show up. And uh, oh, how fun and exciting! Isn't that great? That's a good time. They gave me an award for this once upon a time in a galaxy far, far away. I in a galaxy far, far away. Everything is here and now, so it's here and now. And congratulations to you. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, once upon a time. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if I get this right. We're gonna do the proper name here. Haley Overseth. Correct. It? Yes, that's me. That's right. She is a podcaster. I think a writer. I'm not 100% yes. sure. Okay, good. I I, I want to look like I've seen my homework. It's all uh, right. You're you're rolling so far. Yeah, right. She's a podcaster, a writer, and and she's trying to take over the world just like I am. A hundred percent correct. I am so glad that you are on board with world domination with me. Pinky and it, the brain. That is pinky. exactly what I was going to say. I have often been the brain looking for my pinky. Oh, okay, okay. So who's the insane one though? Pinky of the brain. Let's, let, let, if you really, Let's examine that just a bit, shall we? Because if you if the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again. It's brain. Yeah. Brain is the insane one. That's why yeah. I identify with brain. Pinky okay. is just the sweet, lovable, you know, here to support and be the cheerleader always. You know, we all want that ride or die friend, don't we? We do. Actually, my my favorite Christmas episode of all time is Pinky and the Brain. Actually, oh really? That's hilarious. No, no, because it's great. Because it's it's actually one of the most touching things you'll ever watch. Because it's about so it's a brain scheme that actually works. That's one. That's one of the things. Like he succeeds, but so the whole the whole thing is they have to infiltrate the the North Pole to smuggle their toys into the North Pole so Santa will deliver them all over the world. Oh, right. okay. Right, it's like you know, it's, it's a typical pinky in the brain absurdity, right? But but then but then, but all this time, Pinky's got this letter to Santa he wants to deliver, and he never mm -hmm. gets the chance to do it. Finally, Brain loses his shit, <laughs> right, and goes as as he does, as he does. He goes, Give me which is all, which is also why I identify with Brain. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, the capacity to lose my shit like a boss. Yeah, yeah. So this this gets better. So, so Brain takes its letter from Pinky. Give me that stupid letter. Don't worry. Like Brain, Pinky's crying, going off. Right, so Hi, as Pinky. the plan, as oh no, this is great. So as the plan is working, mm-hmm. it actually is working. Brain can't help himself. Okay, what's what does Pinky write in this letter? Dear Santa, this year I don't want anything for myself, but I want something for my friend Brain. And it just the letter is one of the most touching things you'll ever see. He actually brain ends up in tears because basically what Pinky goes to Santa is like, look, Brain tries all the time to succeed. He constantly fails over and over and over again. So for this Christmas, could it work? Oh. And brain's in tears. Like Because it's so in- beautiful. He just wants it to work for him. And Here's the irony, though, is that or is it irony? Well, I don't know what it says about my what it says about my character that my thought is, oh, but also poor brain. The only reason your shit worked out is because your sweet friend wished it for you and not because you could do it. No, but but here's the thing. It's no brain worked hard. It succeeded. It was brain's pram. But when brain went to do the command, he couldn't do it. He was too caught up how emotional that like. Someone yeah, just yeah, he was so caught up in that. He said he just wished everybody a Merry Christmas, and it was actually so. In that, one, I, I think there's a little bit of a message from the universe for me in that. That yeah. it is like you know, you got to be the pinky a little bit more than you have been the brain. You got to go to that you know the the energetic emotional space a little bit more than that like constant doing. Well, 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 not just the emotional space, but 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 the authenticity. Thing about I, Pinky, yes. the, the thing about Pinky is he's, I can't, like I said, we're starting this whole conversation with Pinky and the Brain Christmas, folks. That's, that, that's, that's <laughs> the important conversation. Yeah. It's the holiday season. We're on brand. It's fine. Yeah. Well, no, it, like I can talk about anything on this show. It doesn't matter. It, it's on brand, right? So that's, uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's my kind of thing. I stream of consciousness, follow the conversation where it goes. Well, yeah, there's an art form to it, but by and large, that's what the show is. And so I can do that. But what I was going to say is that that particular, that's my favorite Christmas episode because there's, there's three, there's three things. One, which is hard work pays off. He did it. Like say what you will. I mean, he, he won, right? First off, second off, friendship can, the people like, but the other part is the people that care about us touch us in ways we don't expect you know, and that's really cool. And there's something about an authentic, someone being genuine and authentic that travels a lot farther than people realize. I think there's something in that though, that I see as being a little bit opposite to the, to the work hard aspect, right? Like there, there is to me in that the element that like, yes, Pinky was being authentic, right? And, and this is the one time that things did work out. But it's because Pinky had that energy behind it enough to get around Brain's nonsense to some degree, right? So it's there. There's an element of the your authenticity, if you can stay in it, negates the feeling of effort. So that the things that look like hard work from the external don't feel like hard work. That's where I'm looking to get myself to be, where where the the hard work that pays off feels effortless to me because I am in my authentic self space. So the secret to that is just doing what you love. 
that that is the whole right. secret. Right. The secret. Um, are we going like Linda? Is it Burn Beern? I don't know how no, to say no, it. Or no, 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 that no, no. Just, that the just, secret I, or I, just. I've been so I've been freelancing for three years, and this year I came. I am literally just under the poverty line. That might seem like a really like, like. But you're doing it and living the dream, and you're still keeping going. Yeah, well, well, that's just it. I've been seeing growth every single year. Like first year, I made nothing. The second year, uh, I made. I mean, going into my fourth year now. This is I'm going into year four now, and. When I uh, and I minus the six months in 2020 when I had no clue what I was doing, right? I mean, is is it not good to have a little bit of that space of having no clue what you're doing? Oh, you need it. No, no, no. You, you absolutely like like everything, like like everything in in this whole process has been like this, up and down, up and down. I I so this last month has been shitty for me financially, like financially. Mm -hmm. I literally lost a 10k contract like last month. Ouch. Ouch, right? Right? But can you see if you're listening to me, I'm not like sounding very like traumatized by it, if that makes sense. Right? It's just like. Right. But that's, you know, that but, is a good space to be in. Uh, sometimes I get caught up. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you're an overthinker like me. Maybe you're not. But it's easy to get caught up in loops of yes. old paradigm thought, right? But I do believe that like sometimes things like that happen or things fall apart in certain ways because there's something bigger and better trying to make its way in. Right. No, ab absolutely. No, like, it, and sometimes it's just like, it's, it's, it's the universe giving you a kick in the ass. Right. Like, <laughs> that too. Just... Sure. Cause it's good to give, if you're too comfortable, you get complacent, I suppose. No, there, no, it's just, it's just that that's how we work. I, unfortunately, as a species, we need a little discomfort to grow. It's just mm -hmm. who we are. It's just who we are. But more than that, it's just like I okay, so here's the deal. I have this roller coaster up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm getting to bigger. My failures and my successes are both getting bigger. But Which, that's how it works. Yeah. Right? Exactly, exactly. If you get a higher peak, you're gonna have a deeper valley. That's how, you know, that's yeah, no, what a wave but, but is. And we're all but that's it, right? So, and I realized that a lot of, and this is something I, I realized in my process is that there's a sh there's a sh raw and shitty deal that comes with everything you do. There just is. The, the the downside to freelancing and creativity is that the highs and lows are kind of like, yeah. All right, you don't have the same stability someone with a day job has. But you get but that's that's the downside so you so and it's it it does take a bit of a mental toll like i'm not gonna lie to you the first couple days after that happened i was like that was enough a cut i didn't want to take to the face but i mean that's well just, yeah you know the thing is though that i like that i think i've been noticing at least for myself is am i bouncing back quicker from mm -hmm. those things emotionally and energetically speaking like it, it not necessarily having to see a certain result or outcome show up before i get myself to a place of like okay now it's it's still gonna be okay that's my ninth rule of success detaching from all outcomes that's one of the things that i was i, I was listening to in your recent podcast episode that i thought was you know that that is a challenge right because you you have to for me it's always that dichotomy of 
holding a vision, right? And and having a, a you can call it a goal, I suppose. You know, sure. I don't know if, but like vision holding goal, a vision yeah. of of what you're going towards, but also letting go of what it has to look like specifically. You know, it's a it's a duality that you have to dance with in your mind a little bit. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, no, but but that's the thing. Like there there's. The trickiest balance, I think, I, I find as a person now that I'm 42, so I'm officially middle aged and crazy. So just, so just you're officially middle aged and crazy. That what 42 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Every, yeah, that, that that too. That's that's, that's uh, that's so you are you must be on the verge of some grand breakthrough here. I, I, I you're about to like fall off the cliff, see a suitcase that you lost years ago, forget that you're falling, and figure out that you can fly. Yeah, you know that I, I like that. I really, really do. But no, I, 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 I think I think what it is is in my case. Um, but what I realized was, I have to be big enough to stand for something, and I have to be willing to defend that something because it's the only way I'm going to have character. Ironically enough, it's when we actually believe in something and stand for something that we actually have anything that resembles a character. In that, like in terms of like integrity and stuff like that mm -hmm. the flip side is the flip side is we could be wrong and that is so it's figuring out that well balance. you know that's just being open to to playing a new character as new information presents itself oh, right sure no no, no so no, sure. Sure. there's there's a certain amount of rewriting yourself every now and again that you have to do oh, right yeah, as a person and again something that i sort of am experiencing now and and um, I don't know if I would say working through is the, is the right way to say it, but, you know, along the lines of authenticity, trying to be more in a space of being okay with being seen and still feeling free to change a viewpoint or something that I said, like not holding myself to being the same character that I was even five minutes ago, just because I am putting myself on a platform where it is you know, there's a record, so to say. Does that make sense? It's about, in that case, it's about transparency. That's all, that's all. As long as you're transparent that I have changed my mind, you, mm -hmm. can, you, you, can, you can do that. It's when you don't do that that people have issues. Like, as politicians change their mind all the time. Right, they just pretend so, that they never did. Yeah, yeah, that, that's saying that. That's what, that's what kills them is, is it's not that, it's, it's not that, it's that little... If they took a moment to be a little bit like humane about the fact, like, hey, I thought this way, but now I've changed my mind, mm -hmm. people would let them off the hook more, more. So, and there's a, there's a flip side to that, though, right? And and the other side to that is forgiveness. If mm -hmm. you want to have that opportunity for yourself to be authentic and transparent and say. I did used to think this, I've changed my mind, then you have to accept that when it comes elsewhere and you have to be able to, you know, forgive, let go, however you want to say it, mm -hmm. who someone sure. used to be and allow them to be the, that new person, right? It, it, it has to go both ways. Oh, no, no, absolutely. It, the only thing about that is like the experiences happened, like whatever experiences that led you to create this certain thing, they happen. And that has to be, a, that has to be addressed on some level. If it's not, if again, we can pretend you, you can try to pretend that stuff never happened, that never works. It have you have to acknowledge whatever those issues are, you have to acknowledge these things happened. This is how I saw you. This is 
right. I saw you as you, you there has to be a I moment. mean there you have to examine things in the light of how do you extract value you can't you, you can't go back and change it right, right but you exactly. can change your perspective of it to extract a valuable lesson to to find the positive angle to look okay what did we learn here you know so I, I do think that that is, you know, true that that's the issue is, is that they don't have the, that transparency capacity. Are we getting any comments? Are no there, comments, are do we... no, no comments. This has just been, this has just been a one-on-one -on -one conversation, which is, that's totally fine by me. I was Someone just is watching. Say... Someone is watching it. Well, so hi, I mean... hello to you. And I hope you're having a most magical evening and to everyone who ever watches it. Many magical cosmic blessings to all of you. I hope Santa brings you everything you asked for. That's right partridge in a pear tree anyway that's, that's right that's right that's right let's but, let's do that because this is that's a fun game for me to play so like go off the rails reality doesn't matter you can ask for anything what would you love to get for christmas that has nothing to do with rational reality honestly all i, all I really want at this point is a car um a car van and uh, so i can go on the road i'm taking the show on the road next year I love that. I would love to like my, my brother and I have talked about that for like, for our podcast, um, Johnny Haley day of fun, check us out self-promotion. Cause if I don't do it, nobody's gonna, yeah, no, but, that's true. but so we true. would love to do like, get it. Like, I would love that get in an RV or one of those like converted sprinter vans or whatever. And just like take your podcast equipment and just drive across the country and just see who you meet. And I think that Oh, see, here's another message from the universe to me. You have to be able to trust that you can do those things and that that the support that you need will come, right? And and really believe in what you're doing to the extent that you're you're willing to throw yourself out there and expect the right things to come to you. Well, it it's more it's more like, okay, so in my case, I came back to Calgary to reconnect with people. And that mm -hmm. didn't work out the way I imagined it would work out. Right. It just didn't. And that's, and that's fine. Like, I'm not like, I'm not even going to like, I've browbeaten in the whole thing to death. So I don't, I don't need to repeat it. But one of the things is I've had to let go of certain things here and that has been a overall good thing, but now it's like, okay, so I'm suddenly in the positions like, okay, I need to figure out how to regularly get income stream going while I'm doing this. Right. I think I figured out. And, and so that's been kind of like my challenge is I've been trying to teach myself how to make money doing what I'm doing. And I've come a I, long way. I've come a long way doing that. See, and, and that is that is the goal is to just let your passion like, you know, mm -hmm. lead you to the right things. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not I'm not like so okay, so personal accomplishments last year. I went to San Diego Comic Con as a professional. Nice. Very cool. Fun. Very fun. Got my first art commission. I draw sometimes on the show, and okay, I got my very first cool. Career, right? Uh, I got. I wrote a novel this year. It's currently off with an agent. I meet her. I meet with her next week. We'll see how that goes. It's gonna go magically, wonderfully. You're gonna yeah. get a, a great, excellent deal, and it's gonna be a bestseller mid July. I'm gonna call it now. Okay. And when it happens, I need you to replay this episode, right? And and like make sure that you're checking up that my podcast stuff has all popped off too no no so, gonna go so, ahead and just uh, manifest that throw it out into the so, universe so no, no, and no, let so, it come back how, how, how about how about i make you a little deal right now let's say that that all that magically happens exactly like you call it mm -hmm. i will come find you and your brother i'll buy you a dinner somewhere oh i love that 
and we'll we'll record a podcast like we'll cross promote we'll both record a podcast yeah, absolutely it's gonna be fantastic i'm excited for this to happen i can't wait for the yeah. universe to, to line the you dominoes know, up I'll, the right I'll, way I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal like if, if it goes exactly that way guess what i'll do it dinner i love it yeah I'll i'm buy, excited yeah, yeah I'll, I'll buy you dinner you know Bring your brother there, so it's it's it's, it's slightly it, it's it looks. Do you know fun. what I think would be just deliciously fun? I think it would be great if we would just you know, it would happen the way I say it, but we we like accidentally bump into each other at like a comic con or something because we're both there for you know wonderful yeah, things yeah. having happened to yeah. us, See, and I get to say, hey, you promised me dinner. I, no, no, I, that 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 <laughs> that 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 that'd be fun. It would be but, fun. But, but, but that would be that would be fun. But but see I'm I see I'm more of a believer of let's just make it happen because I this is one thing I have learned in this life like good bad or indifferent everything is temporary everything so everything is temporary change is the only constant but that's the wonderful thing about life is that whatever you're in is you know there's more variety to come oh sure absolutely I I love that that that's the good that's the great part about it but so here's the thing what I've learned in my especially since coming back here is. If you don't take the time to do things when you have the opportunity, that chance may never come again. So see, and I disagree with that. I think the universe is always throwing chances at you and calling you and waiting for you to hear no, it. No, you no, know, no. but no chances. Yes, the exact chance, not always. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll give you a fun. I'll give you a fun example of this. I think I'm not bothered by that though. Not it's not 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 always not always, but sometimes. I, I look at I look at it's not it's not a bad thing in like in of itself, but I also think too like you, you know like I, just something I, I've thought about is we only have so much time with each other like that's just what it comes right down to, and if an opportunity comes that there's a chance to create more time, I'm a big believer in doing that. I don't necessarily believe in the power of spontaneity that way because what I've learned is life has a tendency or life god the universe whatever you want to call it yeah use whatever terminology works for you yeah will take you wherever you're gonna go now that's wonderful now but the thing is there is a little bit of what i call direction you have the ability to influence this path to some degree don't right right see that's that's where it it sort of like becomes a it's a co-creation between you and and your universal self counterpart right like that you can you can sort of get in your own way sometimes and you do you do don't it is right like and i think that is honestly my biggest issue is that i get in my own way and sometimes the thing i'm doing to get in my own way is just telling myself the story that i'm getting in my way and i might not necessarily be so much if i would stop telling myself that story right actually let's 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 dive into that just real quick let's do what scares you more success or failure what scares me most is living a life i don't prefer and so in my mind the success is to live a life that i prefer what i know is that i have to find what that sort of feeling space is so that I can hold that feeling space to be my authentic self. Right. So I guess the fear is not being my authentic self because in the life of my preference, I am my highest authentic self. Okay. 
I'm gonna throw a little bat bat me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a swing at the bat. If I'm wrong. Okay. I think of the two, I think success scares you more than failure. And here's why I think. That. Here, okay. Here here's why I think that. I'm not I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I, you know I. No, no. Just, it's just, a question just, I've asked myself recently. Okay, so fear of success and fear of failure are fear of change. That's what they are. That's what it is when it comes right down to it. Now, here's the difference. A fear of failure is a fear that nothing you do is going to change anything. Okay? It's fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Fear of success is suddenly you have all these things working out for you. And now there's this expectation that you can do this and do this again. And so you, the, fear, the fear there is expectations. A little bit Which is why you detach from the, the outcomes so that you so don't have expectations that you are I'm hard, it's also, attached it's, to that, that get in your way. Well, there's that, but there's also just I'm hard to manipulate if I'm, not, if I'm not detached from the outcome. I'm a hard, it's not impossible, but I'm harder to manipulate. So when um, you say manipulate though, where, where is the, where does the manipulation come from that, that you know, what, what is that element? The, the element there is what I learned from the pandemic and what, again, I'm not going to, we don't want to go into the big, like whole pro anti whatever, but here's what I learned. This is what I observed with people. People will take an idea they have and absorb it completely. And if they do, they, they, we have, we all have this, but that's why we obsess over things somewhat is yeah. right. That's why we do it. And it's part of who we are. It's part of what makes us who we are. And it's, and it, and it has great qualities to it, but the downside to it is if I complete, let's say I embrace the idea that the sky is future, just for sake of argument, the sky. Is all right. All why right. not? I like it. Let's go yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if someone then would happen to go to me, I think the sky is blue. Now, if I'm so committed to the idea that the sky is fuchsia, I'm going to take the idea that the guy is just merely commenting on my idea, not necessarily me personally. It will be taken as an attack against myself. One of the reasons, one of the reasons that it's really hard to talk about politics and religion today is for a lot of people. Oh, is, right, because right. they identify with it. It's it's who I am, not an idea or a concept outside well, of me. They've completely bought into the idea. And this cause is a deeper issue in that I think I think all of us deep down know that not one leader today has a shred of integrity. Not one. See, I am someone who has just completely extracted myself from any of that. I don't no, watch no, no, the no, news. No. I don't pay attention to those things. And so no, 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 no. It, 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 I, I, am, I am to the point where the fight that I am having is eternally with myself. No, no, no. I, I got you. Let, you let, know. Let, let, let me finish the thought and then we'll, we'll go. We'll get into that. Okay. All right. So um, it's not like I said, politically speaking, I'm an atheist. I'll talk politics with people if they want to. Politically I I, speaking, I'm an atheist. Yeah, because it's fantastic. Because, I, because I'm because, going to steal that from you. I, I very much feel that. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is none of I, it is useful. None of it is it's all just smoke and mirrors and th that's the thing. It's all an illusion. And it, right. deep down all of us know it. Now here's the here's the part. Now here's the part about it, right? I think what happens is it, when you're looking trying to look for what is real in a world you're not sure of what is real you have a natural tendency to identify with a particular group or ideology because if nothing else, you're not alone. Sure. Right? There's right, a stability that, in that. 
yeah, there's a certain that's what, and then people are looking for that again. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't think that's a bad thing, but again, what it comes down to then is okay, I can look at any part of the political spectrum and kind of go, You're full of shit. Now, again, I don't have an attachment to any party, right? I'm a little more critical of who's in charge of the moment than the people not in charge at the moment, simply because they are in charge and thus are responsible for what you see. That's kind of what, that's kind of my philosophy on it, but that's, but, but right. But again, what that means is I'm, I, that means is who I'm critical with right now. I'm not, I'm going to be less critical if they're not in charge anymore because it's no longer them. And as long as I'm consistent that way, I can have an opinion. So that's that's my that's where I'm at, but the thing is I I that's that's it I don't have I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not with the Democrats I'm not with the Republicans I'm not with I'm not with uh, the liberals up here or the conservatives or the NDP I think you're all full of crap, and I think you're all full of crap because I know that the, the that you'll say and do anything to get a result and I know this because I got to watch that firsthand during the pandemic. Or beyond a shadow of a doubt, I literally got to see what kind of principles my leaders have, and I was very disappointed. That's again, that's that's personal. So mm-hmm. I detach from the outcome, and what that means is I'm no longer invested in the idea you represent. Now I have now and again, I have my own ideas, beliefs, and stuff like that. But when by having this ability to do that, what it gives me the ability to do is I can look at an idea openly and honestly and say, I could be wrong. A little doubt goes a long way because now I'm open to listening to another idea on the flip side. I don't know if that's doubt. I don't know if I would call that doubt. I would just say, you know, that's a healthy amount of we don't all have to agree on everything in this world because, you know. Sure, but 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 I think there's a little. I think a little doubt's a good thing. A little. I'm not saying like crushing, soul crushing doubt. It's that. Oh, it's just the acknowledgement, just the open. Right, but that's yeah. I don't. I, I'm just thinking for like the context or the connotation of doubt in my mind. For me, the language would be more that you're just you know allowing for the possibility of new information to come in and adjust your perspective. Right. So sure. like, I don't know if I would call. You know, I understand where you're coming from. Just like for my own purposes, like the way sure. that I view that is, is no, no, or I'm, I'm practicing self-talk that has less of the, any of those crushing elements in it. So I, he, you know what I mean? So like, that's yeah, yeah, part well, of just me being in a space that I'm in more than it is any kind of commentary on your viewpoint sure, there. No, 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 it's, it's but, fair. I, what, what, what I, what, what I would tell you is a little, as you get older, you recognize like there is the the shadowy darker stuff does have their purposes too and you can right right and if you can master that to some degree you can actually you can turn even those things into a positive light um well that's the trick isn't it that's the alchemy that we all are trying to accomplish in life is how do you look for the the positive perspective the how did i get value out of that perspective rather than focusing on the negative elements or, or the, you know, well, that was shitty. Why did that have to go that way? Well, well, that's, but that's, but that's the thing, right? Like I, I learned that like, you cannot, I try not to sugarcoat too much because I find like the the quicker I can hit, whether I I can take that kind of hit, the more resilient I become. Right. Right. And and I would, I would rather, I would rather be more resilient, responsible, like again, adaptable adaptable 
yeah and independent a lot of times we'll let these these darker things so a lot of people let these things crush them it's like it's not they don't have to crush you they can right and, and there are moments we all can we all feel them right right but they're moments so i that's what i and it's all temporary that's right you know so be willing to let go of the moment even if it is a positive moment right like don't somewhat yeah i like, what it what is that is it Wu way i think or that concept i don't in don't push to don't push things away don't try to pull things towards you like you know allow things to be because the more you try to grasp onto something the more it's gonna you know run away from you and the more you push something away the more it's gonna come towards you right yeah yeah it, it, which is, it's the which pendulum is, swing situation yeah it's it, it's a weird thing so i i again so when i say detach from all i detach not just because i don't i want to get too high or too low so i can keep doing what i'm doing it's it's also because i realize like this is how if someone's going to manipulate me in any way shape or form this is how they do it our ideas are are what we take inside ourselves are the very things that can create our own prison if we allow it and most people don't have this and and what i found was is a lot of people don't have necessarily that self-awareness again no and i mean that's i think that's where we're at in society a little bit isn't it that we have there's certain of us who are interested in being self-aware and self-reflective and growing and adapting and becoming the new characters instead of holding on to like a certain personality trait or whatever it is right and then those of those who are out there who are just you know holding fast to old things because it's more comfortable to be in the familiar than it is to expand yeah i mean we're kind of coming to an interesting we're kind of we're in an interesting point in our history because we're, we're watching we're watching we're watching things come apart because what we're doing in this in, our, in this time, things are coming apart. It's a little and, fun, right? Well, it, it it depends on where we go. Like this is this is the part that I think a lot of a lot of people have to like. We control our destiny. We all do to some degree control our own destiny. Oh, absolutely! I believe we create our own reality, right? You know, sure. the the mindset that you have is going to be the ideas that you're open to, and and the things you're open to will lead to the opportunities that take you where you're, you know, absolutely. that that energy goes. So uh, yeah, I agree with that. So 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 what needs that? So what needs to happen then is, what needs to happen then is, is we all need to have this kind of like honest appraisal of of who we are and where we're going but again a lot of people are like i don't know i don't know if you're on facebook at all uh or twitter or any or x whatever the fuck it's called today uh right who knows i you gotta just roll with the punches anymore yeah reality's so, fluid re- reality can be very fluid so, fluid sometimes for sure and that's right, a very is- that's that's an exciting topic for me just in general but we can come back to that yeah what, what I'm going to say is like what, what I'm seeing right now is I think I think because we don't have an honest foundation on top in terms of leadership, like some integrity somewhere would go a long way. I don't here's think here's what I'm going to say to that. I don't necessarily think that it matters a whole lot. And here's why okay. I think that the generations who are coming up below us are everything is crumbling for a reason, right? Like it's not sustainable. Sure. It doesn't work anymore. But the younger generations that are coming up, like 
think of the things that they have access to that we never had and and how the ideas and things that they mar- they're going to come up with are going to be so outside of any of the institutions that we currently are used to seeing and watching and like they're, they're crumbling for a reason they're crumbling mm-hmm. because the only way really and truly you can't fix the broken system right like you have to create a new one that makes the old one obsolete yes. and are any of the ones who are currently in our system at the top leadership in a space where they can do that of course not they're too ingrained in what the system currently is but the younger generations coming up that you know they're the ones who are going to have the bright, brilliant ideas of the new ways to structure, you know, call it government, call it what, you know, they're the ones who are going to find the new pathways for us as humanity to be more harmonious in the way that we exist together. And that's why the current systems are falling apart. Oh, sure. That's part of it. That's part of it. I, my only thing about the younger generations is this, they had way more knowledge than we had. They do. They were born with the internet as a fact of their existence. Like I've watched the internet develop, you know, like I remember when we didn't all have cell phones in our hand and you couldn't just ask Siri anything, you know, like the, the access that they have, it, I just, it's boggles my mind to think if, if they have that level of expectation of what life should be like, what sort of things can they create from that place? But see, and, but that's my magic question with the generation coming up. They've had it, and so the big the big challenge they have is how many of them take it for granted. This sounds like a little bit like a middle aged and crazy but they thing, should but... take it for granted because what are some of the things that we take for granted now, right? Like electricity, clean water. You know, the internet itself has become a a thing that is considered a necessity even by our government at this point, right? So I think it's a really wonderful thing that they take it for granted because it means that they believe, here's what it comes down to for me. The younger generations, because they did not have to work for those things or watch them develop, because they get to take things for granted, they are in a space of understanding worthiness in a way that our generations and and older certainly have struggled with and i think that's a part of why we are where we are right because there's a worthiness element there that we have been having to learn our own worthiness right and sort of fight with the generations above us about well, no, we're not supposed to just follow all the old rules just because you say so or just because it's what's expected of us. We're supposed to follow the things that make us joyful. And we're in that space of sort of fighting with that old, those old ideas. Whereas these young kids coming up are going to have worthiness instilled in them. And I know that a lot of times it's looked at as them being, I don't know, what would you say, um, that they take it for granted that they're, they're being entitled right like there's a way of looking at it as entitled but it's like Um, i think it's a good thing that they know their own worthiness and that they deserve to have those things because they've always had those things because it gives them a a higher capacity to see the worthiness in others right and i think there's there's something so beautiful that can come out of that i don't know what yet but i think it's going to be great i said i would just say there's potential and there's there's potential i think this is 
This is going to this is going to come down. This is again, that's that elder millennial waiting for the other shoe to drop. It it can't all be no, sunshine no, it, and it, roses. It, 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 it's not even the elder millennial waiting for the shoe to drop. I, I this is just again this is experience. Not that the shoe is going to drop and that that things are going to go necessarily to shit. I don't necessarily think that way either. But what I do what I do think is what what I have learned in this life is things never go the way we imagine them to go, both good and bad. Right? Sometimes sometimes. Right. Sometimes, sometimes the great things about about the current time we we actually don't always realize this, and, t- and we take the case in point. You're in South Dakota right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in Alberta. We are approximately, I'd say, 400 miles apart, maybe a little bit more than that. Sure. Right. I'll We're trust you. Ju- I don't ask me to do distance measurements. That's not my wheelhouse. Okay. Okay. So we'll say at least 400 miles apart. Sure. We're, we'll say 400. We're having a conversation right now. That's cool. That is, it's cool. That, 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 and that, not that, just a, a, an audio conversation, but a video conversation where I can see you, right? Yeah, and that, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we can't make eye contact, but I mean, by and large, by and large, we're actually having a real conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if it was in person, I probably would do a few more dirtier jokes than what I'm doing on the air. But besides exactly. that, right, Go ahead. No, rock and roll. I'm fine yeah. with it. I, I can yeah, roll yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... But, but but I'm just saying, like, it's it's one of those things where um, this is cool. And this is something that that um, the possibilities of, of, a, of, of a tool like this are amazing. And I can say, again, does it work out quite the way we imagine it? Well, no, not entirely. Like I said, I'm not, I can't make here's, that Here's the great thing about things not always working out how you imagine them, though, right? Is that... We can only imagine based on our own experience. And so in a lot of ways, that is very limiting. So when you mm-hmm. have an experience that doesn't work out the way that you thought it would, there is something novel in that, right? Like there's there's freshness and newness in it, whether, it, you know, and you can label it as positive or negative, however you want, right? But if you can always look at it and say that like, okay, well, there's an experience that I couldn't have imagined or foreseen or predicted, but that expands my capacity to imagine, right? Oh, because yeah. it's something outside of my experience. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, a fun. I, I I've told the story on this podcast before. I accidentally got traditionally published. Do you want to hear that story? I accidentally got traditionally published. How can I would love very much because I'd love to accident myself into such a thing. Okay, so I I wanted to do. So this is back in 2014. So I decided okay. I wanted to do a po- I wanted to do a poetry collection of some kind. Okay. Way back in the day, I, I got my ass kicked in Arizona. I was missing some teeth. I went through hell. Come back. Good lord. Oh, I learned. I learned to survive. I became. So anyway, I decided I wanted to do. I wanted to do a longer poem than I did in the previous poetry collection I did. So I wrote this poem called "The Watcher." It's about a slave boy in this like tower, right? And, and mm-hmm. he's watching, watching for weather. And it's this compound with dragon masters and his family is there. It's a really like, it's a, it's a wild. I I love this a lot already. Yeah. So I, so I, I wrote the first chapter of this, what became the first chapter of this. I really liked it. I wanted to know what happened next. Mm -hmm. So in chapter two, he kills his dragon master and flees into the wilderness. I'm like, okay, I gotta know what happens after that. So in chapter three, he targets his first night alone in the wilderness after he just killed somebody Mm -hmm. pretty like deep stuff. And that's just, three chapters in so i keep going going to the new world and explore and i realized by around chapter five or six that this is my poetry collection screw what i was doing here this is the real story 
right? And, and so I love is, it when things take a hard turn, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So this is this is the, this is like like this is the good things. Some one of the good things about life not working out as you imagine it to be. I end up going. So there's this comic shop I still go to when I, in Calgary called Another Dimension Comics. I love I go it. There, I go there, and I see this person I used to work at a Kinko's with has a comic out. She's illustrated. Looked okay. Illustration she did. I was like, this is really cool. So I asked her if she would do some illustrations for the book, including the cover. She did. They kicked all kinds of ass. So that was cool. So anyway, I love it. My master plan was I was going to publish this thing on Smashwords, sell it there, and go. Okay. Right. So I'll sell physical copies at conventions, and that that was that was all my plan was. So I end up. So somebody buys somebody I had interviewed on my website years prior to that. Isaac goes, I really like this. What are you going to do with it? And I just, what I just told you. And, mm-hmm. she, and she goes to me, well, I just got to deal with England Spark. I'm starting a publishing house. I'll publish your book. And that's how that, you, that is how you accidentally get self-published. Okay. But here's what I love about that, right? Like it seems like an accidental sort of thing, but, but look at all of the dominoes that had to fall for that to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you had to have met that woman and known her from Kinko's to see her comic and say, Oh, Hey. And then to, you know, like, this is the thing that really fascinates me is that the the sequencing of the events that get you from A to B, right. It's like, you have this thing, of course, you'd love to be traditionally published as a a writer, an author, a creator, right. You have this, this thing that you would like to have. Could you have set those dominoes up intentionally? Of course not. Right. There's no way. So that that is, you know, the 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 space that I am practicing occupying of just being open to the idea that there may already be dominoes that have lined up well been behind me that I am just not aware of, right? Oh, oh the act the act of doing stuff, the act of doing stuff opens doors. That's just the way it is. That is all. It always will be this way. It doesn't open the doors you necessarily expect at the moment you're doing them. Like case in point. And right? it, that's the challenge is to be comfortable. And that's the detachment, right? The detachment from the outcomes is to yeah. be comfortable with right here and now in this moment, not understanding what the value of this thing that I'm doing is, right? But who knows at what point down the line, those dominoes will start to make sense. And you can look back and say, Oh, okay. If I hadn't done this thing, met that person, this or that, whatever, I wouldn't have gotten to this thing, you know, whatever it is that happens. It's that flow of the universe energy, right? Getting into just being in that space of being open to the flow of things and sort of having enough openness that when those opportunities come to you, you, you don't miss them, right? Because you're not maybe because you're not looking too hard for them. Well, well, well here's the here's the thing. I I this actually okay, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm actually putting together a podcast course right now. Okay. Now, I I don't know who, if I'm going to sell any like too many of these courses. I have no idea. I'm charging three hundred bucks for for basically a course, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm putting this out there partly because, like I said, I've had I've had my ass kicked last couple months. But it's also it it helps with what I do, short term and long term. I can see the both. I see the value of both. Short term, I find some people. I can te- teach them some things to help get their stuff out there better. Mm-hmm. Long term, long term, 
it it gives me um it gives me credentials yeah sure right so i i can see some of those immediate benefits right now long term down the road somebody's going to come to me with some of the books i've written some of the some of the not some of the like shows i've done and say hey you've changed my life right and, I, and that, that's a possibility i've had people come to me and go i hate your stupid show it's like, oh, nah. <laughs> that's great right? too but, no, you it, know what? You can hate it or you can love it, but you watched it, and that's what matters. That, that that's it. I, I I actually I I I've learned I've learned from from the masters of of polarization that honestly sometimes you, you want that reaction. You want either or, right? Mm-hmm. You want people to really like you, or you want people to really not stand you, and that's totally fine. I, I, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to make everybody happy and I'm willing and I'm willing to go with that. Um, and honestly, amuse thyself first, right? Like that's the biggest thing. It's not even that just embracing. It's embracing my inner super villain. That's basically what it is. Like my your inner, inner super, super villain. Okay, sure. Well, well, no, because you, because bad guys, bad guys have, a lot of good traits whether the people realize it or not right there's confidence and vision oh yeah absolutely right? right now that doesn't necessarily mean that i should by the way at 50 when i really really am successful in swimming i'm probably going to hire somebody to carry have you ever seen spawns cape like spawns obnoxious oh movie? yeah it's obnoxious isn't it? like it is like it's impractical in every way other than the fact that it looks cool right but you know who cares if you, if you can do then do well no not only that i'm gonna right. hire somebody just to carry the cape i think that's a fantastic idea i yeah. mean i you know have a personal assistant to do whatever it is you want that's right but that's going to be their primary job carry the cape they're going to look at me he's like really it's like, yeah don't put it out to but put it out to 43 go ahead just one more year one more year and you can just be in that space short yeah, yeah. shorten the time collapse those quantum timelines yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I still feel fifties, right? But okay, fine, fine. It's like it's something to aspire for. I, I, I draw the line at talking to myself in the third person. That it's just not me. It's do just you? Not, no. I mean, so here's my whole. I, I'm that. If you check out, like, so my fictional podcast, The Adventures of Abernathy Franklin, right? Like, she learns that she can travel the infinite multiverse and she keeps running into infinite versions of her other versions of herself mm-hmm. right so i as when i'm sort of like in a space as i embody like my other characters a little bit and i will sort of have like the conference with my infinite selves right like that's a little tool that i like to use that somewhere there is a version of me who has already figured this shit out somewhere <laughs> there is a version of me somewhere in the multiverse there's a Haley that already has all of all of the things that I think I am missing. So how do I just like invite her consciousness in over here for a meeting and be like, what would you suggest for me to do right now? And I don't. And sometimes maybe that suggestion might be take a bath and there might not be anything, you know, immediately useful or in there. Right. But maybe when you're in a relaxed state, the, the most brilliant idea would come to you. It's so it's kind of that thing of being being open to i don't know this is this is where i'm at playing with the idea that there are infinite versions of me and i can occupy any of those avatars in the you know in this physical reality that we think is again so very solid and and 
stable and fixed, right? But really is a lot more fluid if we would allow it to be. Ah, what is real? That's the fun question, isn't it? it? And really and truly, only the things that you believe are real are real because the only, like, where are you getting any of the, 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 who says what's real? I'm the one who says what's real. I believe this. And all you have, you know, look at it. If you look at politics, this is a great way to see it, right? Someone who watches the, this, the conservative side, for example, and adheres only to that, their reality adheres to all of the belief structures that adhere to that reality. And they believe all the things that adhere to that reality. The people who are on the liberal side, they adhere to all the belief structures that, you know, go with that reality. They're very different realities. They're not, they don't even use the same quote unquote facts, right? And you have to even say quote unquote facts anymore because everyone will argue with you about what is real. But whatever is real to you, it doesn't matter what anyone tells you, it's real to you. So like the entirety of all of our experience is ultimately subjective. Okay, so then ask the big question then. Is there a truth? All truths are true to every individual in the now. So the only things that are true are true for you. What's true for you may not be true for me, may not be true for Joe down the street. Only the things that are true for you are true. And the, the interesting thing is here is that we pick up truths from other people and think that there are truth because we feel obligated to them, right, as part of society or or your family, your parents, your teachers, you know, maybe it comes from pop culture or whatever. Sometimes you feel obligated to that, but that's not really your truth. And that's where we come into those spaces of having to let go of things. Well, you have to let go of the things that aren't part of your truth anymore. So, hmm. See, I think that we all think that we all have to operate in the same reality. No, 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 no. But we clearly don't because none of us do. No, no, no. No. Okay. So where I'm with you is this. Everybody has a different world they live. Everybody. Doesn't matter right. who it is. Like everybody does. But where I what I've kind of come to terms with, like like realize is is that in itself though is if it's just that, it's very limiting. Because because what happens there is that then the only, then there would there would be whole possibilities I that I couldn't see therefore would not be real. So, right, but but what makes them become real? But ah, uh, but this is where this is this is this Do- is where this is where this is where I'm going with, with this right is now if I do believe that there is truth out there beyond my own perceptions of what I can see something else beyond that, mm-hmm. that that allows for all of those possibilities. I think you need truth. I think, I think you have, you need truth because without truth, nothing is real. And that's the, but that's isn't the it I- much more exciting for nothing to be real because then it is so much more fluid and easy for you to manipulate yourself into something that you would prefer. But but I I think which may or may not sound like insanity, right? But but, but the thing is, I but the thing is, I think I think it's relatively easy. I think it's it's interesting. Like okay, the idea of okay, this is a Coke bottle, ladies and gentlemen. 
I, I love that you're drinking a glass bottle of Coke, by the way. Those are my favorite. I, I don't know. My brain tells me that there's a different flavor to it, right? Yes, it, Even yeah, though there it, probably there is. isn't. But but I, I think the thing is, I, I okay, so real can be the Coke. The truth can be the bottle, okay? And the way I look at it like, is like this, is that real, it is like this. If I take the Coke out of the bottle, if I take the Coke out of the bottle, the Coke will just go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right, it'll just go absolutely everywhere and it won't have any shape, any form, any function. The fact that I have a structure of the fact that I have a structure of a bottle, hence gives a structure to the Coke. I don't, I don't disagree with this. I don't. I, I'm going to take it to the place of. I I, I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My thought is though, that you can select whatever container you prefer so that bottle doesn't have to look like a bottle it doesn't have to you know you could it could be a tin can it could be something made out of you know ceramic it could be a teapot it could be like the container in which you are placing your reality right does not have to hold the same shape all the time so you can select what would you know what perception would i like to have of this situation what truth would i like to get out of it right and and so that you select the container i i i i don't i don't i don't i am loving this conversation by the way i want you to know like i just i'm very much enjoying this i i don't entirely agree with it but for only one reason i again it comes down to it comes down to the fact that ultimately it would be your experience that dictates the shape of the bottle i tend to think but the innocent could you not have a new perspective of an experience that might make you say Oh, maybe that wasn't what I thought it was. Sure. No, 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 no. But that, but again, that that that's that. But allowing that that possibility exists too, even within that confines. But what I think, what I think, what I think though is in this with what I'm saying is okay. It's like, it's almost like when I hear the hear this. There's a little bit of the center of the universe argument again. In one sense, in one sense, because your perceptions are the center of the universe. Right. Right. I. You are the center of your own universe. Yes, but I mean that that's that's a subjective view. Objectively, an objective view is I'm one of many. How many? I can't even fathom. Right. Which I think in that structure. Can we can we pull this together though into? Yes, you are one of many, but aren't we all connected? Aren't we all essentially, sure. uh, you know, there's the oneness element to all of it, sure. right? The idea sure. that sure. we all are is- all consciousness experiencing itself from many different perspectives. All is one and one is all. Is, I mean, it's a very familiar alchemist. Like, it's a, I don't know if you've ever seen right. it, right? All is one, one is all. There's definitely, there, there is something, there is something about that. But the one thing I loved about that whole thing is is there's two parts to this there is a subjective view which is the whole what is real argument in a nutshell but then there's also an objective view something beyond the self and i think you need to have that you need to have that point i agree i think i agree with what you're saying but i frame it differently in my mind so i you know when i'm looking at sort of the fabric of reality right i go to 
the base frequency of the universe is unconditional love, right? Like the sure. basis of the universe is a vibration of unconditional love and that's what creates everything. And what does unconditional mean, right? It yeah. means there are no rules. There are no, there are no, there's nothing that you can say, do, be, think that can make you unworthy. You are unconditionally loved. Mm -hmm. And that's the basis of the universe. You are so unconditionally loved that you can choose to build your own prisons, right? You are allowed to do that. And because we've talked about that, right? Like your mental constructs build the prisons and the limitations that you believe you have, right? But we're allowed to do that. That's like the sort of the free will sure. thing that they would talk about if, if from a religious standpoint, if that's where you, you know, where you frame your information. But for me, it's there, the, the only meaning life or any experience has is the meaning that I assign to it, right? So that that in in that way the the oneness element really is i think what matters like we're all connected in some way that's why that's why you are supposed to follow your your highest joy and your serious passions right because whatever you feel aligned to that's sort of like your place in the nature that is humanity like we forget that we're nature every bit as much as trees and squirrels and sure. you know all of those things and the thing that you feel called most to do that's you being a tree. That's you being a squirrel. That's you being the bumblebee that pollinates flowers. Like that's your thing that you're supposed to be of most value doing. And that's why you're supposed to follow that. Right. Yeah. On the flip side, and said in the same, with the same, the same metaphor, nature has rules. And then it's within those rules. gravity. Sure. Not just gravity, you know, even, na even how nature behaves towards one another, there are rules. So it's it's one of those it's one of those things where where again there's an objective there's an objective structure now within that structure this is the thing you can go even storytelling like like storytelling is essentially five stories there's essentially there's five basic stories or every story what makes them unique is how we tell them right right so it's the perspective that you put on it that makes that, that, it different it, that makes it different but fundamentally there's the same story but the thing is right it's you it's it's ironic you need rules to truly expand like what is possible you need something to push against right but there's i think that we think that there's more rules than there are i think we overcomplicate things i i i i tend to agree with that that's that's that said i think i think it's one of those things like the thing we got to remember i think the thing that has to be remembered is there are rules like that's the thing you have to acknowledge that these rules are there once you acknowledge the rules once you ever acknowledge whatever those rules are right that's when you can start to go now what can i do really do right but i'm i'm with you on this i think that we are talking about kind of the same thing right mm -hmm. but i do think that at least for myself the the rules element is I know that I create more rules than are necessary. Oh, I know, sure. right? Like I know that right. I create more belief structures than are useful to me, right? Like it becomes clutter at some point. Oh, th there's, there's, there's a, there's a, we, we have a tendency to overthink like big time, like, yeah, big time. Like we, 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 we go like, okay, I, I had a client, I hope put a show together. 
and I, I right and and the thing is I'm, I'm i'm building i'm building a show with them and i'm like okay she's like when she starts i want it to be like this 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 it's like they have this big giant like it's like no nah, we don't need any of that we just need this right and you can accomplish the same effect pretty much pretty right much, right and, and but that's but that comes with experience that also comes with experience right you do stuff I've done this is episode 1036 just so so I, just I love it I know I was I was just like that's an impressive amount of content that you have and kudos to you for that yeah thank you but the thing is I've done not so many different kinds of shows not just this but for other clients and stuff too it's just mm -hmm. like I can look at what makes a show tick and go okay we need this 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 and this these can't these are and these are these are non-negotiables these are the things that have to be present. Yes. But everything else, let's figure it out. Right. And, and it usually takes a few episodes to really figure it out. And, but again, the big thing is I, I would have like my client, she would, she would, especially when it came to intros and outros, she's like the content itself in the show. She's like fantastic at, she knew what she was doing, all that stuff, stuff, but the intros and outros would freeze her every single time yeah right? right just overthink that it's like you don't know just, just just say hi right just say hi it's all you gotta do right it's, but it it's you know it i don't I, i'm gonna say it like i'm such an overthinker too and where is the what is it that i need to let go of you know it's to just be more natural and to let things flow in those you know what is it about the elements that we overthink that we you know we, we get stuck in a loop. We fear looking bad. Yeah, that's true. That's and what, and but and and then I have to ask myself, for what purpose do you fear that? Well, because well, because because because, because again, everyone will assign to you whatever they think, and you can't control that. So the that, looking bad, right? Yeah, you can't I'm, control that. No, no, no. But but you care. And, you care and, yeah. yeah yeah right you care and that's not entirely a bad thing i'm not saying that it's always a healthy thing but right it, there's it, a but, there's a balance right like that's what it is with all of it the duality of human existence is to find the middle the mid ground the balance where we'll, we'll, we'll yes i care i have passions about this but i can't care to the point that i'm so afraid of what people think that i don't bother to try so so I, I've been drawing for the last almost as long as I've started freelancing. Mm -hmm. I would I would call myself competent. I wouldn't necessarily call myself good, but I would call myself competent. I was terrified of sucking. And I had this wonderful, wonderful thought. So what if I suck? And when right. that the, right, 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 but you got to have a little bit of the playfulness, right? The yeah. well, what happens if I do this? And if it's no good, like, well, whatever, I tried. And, but, you know, something will come out of it. But that's the secret to dealing with perfectionism is play. I th no, I agree with that. And that's why, so I do abstract art. Like I, I, that's another thing that I do. And the, the whole point of it is to just go outside of my mind. Like we're not going for a shape. We're not going for an image. We're just going to, sometimes things come out of it. You know, sometimes I'll be in the middle of making shapes and be like, oh, it's a face, you know, and I'll turn it into a face. It, it, it's, but that's again, where that practicing of not of just being in the moment and doing what you're doing in the moment 
not having an agenda, not having an attachment to a, a place I'm trying to go or a, or an outcome that I'm trying to reach, right? Just letting it flow and letting it happen. And so I, I suppose that's a bit where I'm at too, is that practice of how do I bring that energy of flow and not overthinking and just letting things go where they go into these other places of my life where I do tend to overthink. The, the, the answer is how do I make it fun? Is how do you make it fun? That yeah. is that is the eternal question that I'm asking. How can I have more fun? That's right. That is absolutely. I'm with that 100. Yeah, no, but that's that's the secret. That's how you kill perfectionism. Is it completely like that overthinking? That's how you do it. How do I make this fun? Yeah. And am I comfortable enough to share it? And like some cases you don't have to, but let's say like for example like a show like this, you're kind of sharing, so you're gonna have to share. So right. And it, what, who knows what could come from, you know, as much as there is the element of something bad could come from it, like focus on the, well, something really great could come from it. Something really amazing and unexpected could come from it. Oh. This could be a domino that I could never have foreseen falling in the right way. Right. Sure. And I, I think that to some degree, the expectation of the good, right. And focusing on that expectation more than that fearful element right like that's the place where you are able to spot the most opportunities is when you are expecting for the good things to come right so you're in a space where you're able to see those things that do show up that are those positive things because you're in a mindset of of expecting good things well yeah no like we don't um I mean, a mindset that, that plays a big role in it. Like, like again, you, you do this long enough. You do this long enough. Like, you realize it. Like, it's not all going to work out the way you imagined it would. But like I said earlier, like I gave a great example. That doesn't mean that's a bad thing. That means that you know it could be better than you imagined it too. It, it just, yeah. It, it's just you have to, you have to put yourself in your job. And this is what I realized. Like the job of any artist, if they're serious about turning their craft into a living. Mm. your job is to give yourself the best opportunity the best chance so i have i, I have a so i have 12 rules of success but the fourth yeah. rule is the rest is rain right and that one the another way of saying that is life is inherently unfair and the reason why i said it's like the, the paradox of success is this you can do absolutely everything you know to be absolutely 100 percent correct to do and still fail Right, no, no, the, 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 that, again, because the but who that, who defines what failure is? If you have a goal and you don't, if you have a goal and you don't meet it, right, and don't meet it, like like for example, like like you have a definitive goal, and you don't meet that goal, and you know you've done everything you know how to do to meet that goal, you didn't succeed. Now that but did you not you, succeed, or can you look at it as? Maybe that goal I had wasn't the right one for me. That's but that, that's that's analyzed after the fact. I'm just gonna talking about I. The, this is the full paradox. There's a paradox here, and it's here. Here it is. Consequently, doing everything you know to be correct, you can still fail. Flip side is, if you don't do any of these steps, you are guaranteed to fail. The objective, the real objective is to put yourself in the best chance to catch the rain from the sky. 
That's why the rest is rain. You don't know which way the rain is going to fall when you put yourself out there. When you put an episode- See, and I'm one of those people that I'm like, dig the trenches and the rain will come. And sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't. But either, because life, again, life's not perfect. And life is inherently unfair. That's not a bad thing entirely. But does that belief structure that life is inherently unfair serve you? Yes. Here's why. Because what that also means is I have an Because, like, wouldn't it better be a better mindset to say life is inherently full of infinite possibility with the capacity to surprise me in any in, in any facet of my life in a positive way oh sure but uh, but i but there's another there's another aspect to the uh, again the flip side to looking at it say, saying it's unfair sounds dark but then you think about it it gives you the opportunity to, the cool thing about that is every day is a new day Every day is a new possibility. Every day I have a chance to do something different. Because if life was completely and totally fair, life was completely and totally fair, I would have to pay the full consequences for all for some of the mistakes I've made in my life. I'm not sure I'd be here if that was the case. And that's just me being very honest about that. See, no, I think, no, but that's true. I think that maybe it's just, again, this is where language becomes limited, right? Because we all have certain connotations of, of words. I, and I, so when you say unfair, there's a connotation I, no, of you're you're bound to get your ass kicked, you know? No, 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 no. It's a possibility. And it's, but again, it's, it's, it's fair and that it's unfair. It's not, it's not like there's this malicious evil intention right out there but i can do everything i know how to do life does, life isn't doesn't follow the logic right no like, no, no. it's, this, it's but that this. the things that you plan you you can't account for everything because life is that's, full of infinite possibilities that's, right that's, and that's, and anything can happen right and, and and that's part of it that's part of it too right again sometimes it works better than you plan Sometimes it right. doesn't it doesn't work at all. Consequently, but that effort to go out there and do those things is required regardless. Because if you don't do those things, you are guaranteed to fail. The old Wayne Gretzky said it best. Right, but it is. It's that play element, right? Like, yeah, what happens yeah. if I do this? We'll go out and do it and see. Yeah, exactly. That's the play element. But it's also just... That's reality. So your objective, the real objective you have, and this goes with what I'm saying at the beginning, is to put yourself out there and give yourself the best chance to succeed, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Give yourself your best chance. It may not work. You have to accept that. If you can do that, if you right, right, if right. You can, but if you can say that it doesn't have to work in order for me to feel that I've done the right thing and putting it out there, you know, like it's, so it is, it's that mindset and that energy of the particular outcome does not need to transpire in order for me to be happy within myself that I chose to try. Right. Uh, like I said, my podcast course, I, I have a good number in my head. I'd like to hit. Will I hit that number? I don't know. I don't think so. That's the way, the way things are going right this minute. But I still might. I mean, who can say what tomorrow will bring? What I can do and what I am doing is I'm putting myself out there and giving myself the biggest possible chance to succeed, right? That I know what to do. I'm making, I, when we're done this conversation, I'm going to be, um, 
filming my first two modules tonight, at least the first parts of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm going, then tomorrow I'm going to like, and then same thing. I'm going to keep advertising. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to, I'm going to put myself out there in as many ways as I can. Now, when next week hits, I evaluate, I, eva- I evaluate accordingly. And then go from there, from there. I well, that's I'm, the thing of, of all of it, right? Is the as long as you continue to do whatever it is you're choosing to do, there's going to be an evolution of it, right? Absolutely. You can have a, a, a general, like, this is where I'm trying to go and where I'd like to evolve, but allow it to, it's, it is a lot like writing a story, right? And it's a lot like when you are writing, there's a certain amount of it that feels like maybe channeling is a way to say it, but where yeah. things are flowing in a way that you start to follow the story as it happens, right? Like characters yeah. start to tell you who they are and what they would do and how they would behave, right? And it's sort of, it's unfolding for you as much as it would be for someone who is reading it, you know? Like yeah. you can have a general idea of where you're going, but if your story tells you that, no, actually this character is supposed to die and you would be like, shit, really? I like that one, but like, Nope, this one's and and there's you know sometimes the story takes you to those places where it's like, yeah, no, it just this is the way it's meant to go, and I thought that I wanted it this way, but it doesn't work. And being it's again that adaptability to let yourself go where the story is taking you when Mm -hmm. you know in terms of writing, you have to have that ability in life to go where the project is taking you, go where that interest is taking you, that curiosity, that thing you're trying to do. Yes, it's good. To, like, you got to go out and do the things because if you don't do the things, you may not find where that hard left turn is that takes you into something bigger and better that you couldn't have foreseen. Well, if you don't do that thing, your chance of finding it is practically zero. The world very rarely comes to you. Right? Right. You got to put things out there and try. But I think at the same time, that it's the putting yourself out there and the being authentic that does get the world to start to come to you. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Right? It's, it's, a, it's that yin and yang back and forth, right? Oh, no, 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 absolutely. It, it's one of those things where you learn, you have to learn to be like, you got to figure out what that is. Like I said, the, I, I truly believe that everybody has something to offer the world, but you got to figure mm-hmm. out what that is. Well, you got to figure out what that is for yourself. And again, for everybody, that's a little, that's a little different. So in my, in, in my case, like I want to tell stories and I want to help people tell theirs. Like we've been having mm-hmm. this conversation for nearly 90 minutes so far. And that's, uh, Oh my, is that really for true? Yeah. Is that really for that, true? That is for true. That went real time flies when you're having a good time. It does. It does. Right. But that's, that's the whole point. Like, this is what I do. So my, my whole thing is, okay, how do I, and again, this is something I've been struggling with as a freelancer not only just make a living for myself, but how do I best serve other people? How do I make a living doing this? You know, I think the trick to that, and again, where we overthink is that your highest service is your highest joy. Because when you're doing the thing that you are most joyful about, that's when you're going to do the best work that you can do. When you're in that space of loving what you're doing, that's when you're going to do the best things you possibly could do. And so that is your highest service to the world and to humanity is yeah. to be that authentic you and to and to follow those authentic passions right because 
that is where you're going to do the best at whatever it is you're, you're doing. Yeah. And there's an audience for everyone, I believe, because I mean, there's billions of people on this planet. Like, oh, absolutely. There's no. there's no such thing as not enough to go around. I mean, from a podcast listening perspective, I mean, during the summer, I got I got to 2000 downloads a week for a little bit there. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? Let's just bump that up to 5000 listens per week on on the regular sure. as like a baseline. Thank you, yeah. universe. Yes. No. And if I'm right about that, I get dessert too. Oh, you get dessert. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, see, I like I, cheesecake I, and flan. Cheesecake and flan. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. gotcha. I had you as an ice cream girl, but that's okay. Oh no, I like them. The, uh, I like the density of like a cheesecake or a flan. It's a texture okay. thing. It's a texture thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There a cheesecake factory in your neck of the woods? There's not very sadly. So oh, I tell you, it's all right. There's, you know, I'm, I'm also manifesting from the universe that I will switch locations very soon in ways where, I could not have foreseen to places that maybe I did not expect. So where, where, where would you like to go? I would like to go somewhere that is warmer for the winter, please. Uh, that's where I'd like to go. <laughs> where is that? What does that look like? I don't necessarily know. Okay. I would love to go visit Sedona. That's kind of like one of those things that's on my list, Sedona, Arizona. Um, yeah, I, I, I used to live by there a long time ago. Where? Snowflake, Arizona. Snowflake, Arizona. You went to the one place that still had a piece of winter in Arizona. Yes, I did. Snowflake. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I, actually, that whole area does have a piece of winter up there. You get to the northern part of Arizona, it does get pretty wintery up there. It's not as wintry as, say, here. I'm I was going to say, I, yeah, you know, I've lived in North Dakota, too. So, like, not quite so bad here in, you know, southern South Dakota and Sioux Falls area. But y'all know what cold is where you're at. You know what? Yeah. You know what winter is. I do. I do. That's why I laugh at people that are not from, from this neck of the woods. The only people I can't make fun of are people from Manitoba. Oh, because they just have, like, what, the the worst they of the winter? they can get to minus 60 minus 40 is as cold as it gets here oh no there's even when i was in fargo you could get a negative 60 wind chill that's the thing far, about far, the... far, far, fargo is right to the border of manitoba yeah so, and it, that's yeah. the thing is especially when you're like flat and there's nothing blocking the wind like yeah, yeah no, no, no no so that, you're really be... talking me up into wanting the universe to take me somewhere warmer i gotta say yeah no no i'm just saying like yeah calgary <laughs> Calgary can get to minus 40 and usually does for like two weeks of the year on average. We've had a mild winter here for for here. Like we have too, and uh, super grateful for it because I'm again, ugh, not a fan in the moment of it. It's I, I love my knitting. I really do. But, you know, I'd prefer not to have to. <laughs> so, so I was like I said, in San Diego for the summer. Like if I were to live in California, that would be where that would. Yeah, no, I would love to go to San Diego, that area, just like beautiful weather and, you know, fun comedy scene. Want to check that out? Good rap scene too, comic book scene. Yeah, no, like I think that would be a lot of fun. So again, I, I'm that's where I'm at. I'm in the space of I trust that the universe is putting the dominoes together for me. You know, and that maybe there are things I have already lined up that I don't know about sure. that I could be happily surprised with. Sure. Um, 
Okay, so I because I would love for you to have to buy me dinner and dessert because I was correct. I think that would just really make me the happiest to be able to say that I got dinner and dessert because I was right. Could there be anything better? I, I, you know, if I if I get to five, <laughs> you know, I was gonna say if I got to five thousand listeners a week, I I probably would have bought you a second dinner. But I mean, if you want to negotiate yourself, so the, the, the dessert. Oh, I can negotiate myself into big. Like, can I negotiate myself into a Range Rover or something? Like, how many listeners do we need to get for that? Like, I will, I will manifest like a madman. It'd have to be 20,000. 20,000 a week. I'm going to shoot. Here's what I will shoot for 50,000 a week. I want a Range Rover and a beach house. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going (laughs) to, if you're going to let me up the ante and keep negotiating my way up, I will continue to do it. This is is what, 50,000 gets you a Range Rover and a dinner. Uh, I'd have, the money I'd have to be pulling in from that point would have to be absurd, like absurd. I enjoy absurdity quite a lot. So universe, whatever absurd amount of money you can please do drop on my friend so that we can uh, have this conversation about my rightness later, which will be so much fun for me. (laughs) I will just enjoy it to no end. So I hope you get plenty of food for yourself. You won't get a word in edgewise. You better just be shoveling in the food because I'm going to just be talking about how didn't I tell you this is how it was going to happen? Didn't I say so? Didn't I tell you the universe lined up those dominoes? I'm going to get a set of dominoes and bring it to the dinner table. And I'm going to set up dominoes before they bring any food to us and let the waitress knock them over with your plate. Okay. Okay. You you like that? That's how we're going to do it. That's, That's the visual funny. I'm creating. That's good. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> been, it, no, like I said, like I said, like for me, like I know the ups will come again. Like it's just been one of those like, and it's like, even, even, you know, today, we all signed up for this human roller coaster, didn't we? Well, it, it's funny because some of the things I, I helped with, um, there was somebody I talked to. She actually was taking care of her mom who is suffering from dementia. Right. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, I talked to her because I understood what she was going through a little bit. Cause my grandmother, her, my grandfather was suffering dementia and my grandmother was taking care of him. And I saw what it was doing. It did to her. Right. Right. Because right. they're not the person that they used to be. Right. No, and that's, that's a hard thing to accept. But the other hard thing about it is, is the constant, like, I don't, it's almost like when they get to a certain point in dementia and like, it's almost like you're raising a kid again, but unlike a kid who's growing up into what they're going it's to It's regression. Yeah. It's regression. That's brutal. Like I, 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 if you've never, if you, I mean, people that have tried, like she wanted to try to do this for her, for her own. And I told her when I, I, I saw her twice, the first time I told her, it's like, look, there's going to come a time when you're not going to be able to do this anymore. Like, you had, like I just right. told her, I just told her, it's like, you're, you're going to hit a moment. There's going to be a point where you're going to break. Mm-hmm. And it's fine when you, like, be honest with yourself when you hit that point. And uh, I talked to her in August, and she was hitting that point. Right, right, right. She was hitting that point. And I told her then, it's like, okay. Because, again, she, she told me some things. Again, I'm not going to say them here because a lot of people that have never been, seen, been through that kind of experience wouldn't necessarily understand it. And it was just like, okay, you got to let her go. And, and I gave her like, kind of like a, a strategy to help her. 
and she contacted me today. It's like, yeah, her, her mom's her mom's finally in a home somewhere. And, and you know, sometimes you have to leave it to the people who are because because again, yeah, leave it to the people who are doing it because they can do it and because they want to be there and because that's what they're good at, you know, and don't expect of yourself that you have to be that when there are other people who can be that. Oh, absolutely. That was part of it. She needed to do that for herself. I think the seed that goes through this herself once or twice, she's mourning. She's mourning it a little bit now, which I think is, that's totally a reasonable space to be in at this moment in time. Um, but I was, it was funny because I was just there. I just listened to her. I let her talk mm -hmm. when she needed to talk and, and, and I helped her out a little bit. And it's like, okay, that's coming. That's an interesting domino that's coming around. Had another domino kind of happened today. Like I might be, I'm going to be trying to figure out how to get to Denver maybe in February. We'll see how that kind of works Very out. Very cool. Yeah. Buddy of mine is going to be filming a movie. I'd like to actually just How fun. To... Yeah. Yeah. So he's a buddy of mine. I've wanted to see him do stuff for a long time. So he's, he, he, he's finally going to do it. And I would love to go visit him. I'm not sure how it's going to make this work yet, but I also, well, just again, manifest that it happens and like, you know, magically oh, oh, you're able to go. Oh, all of my, all of my stuff is also popping off. So I have complete freedom to say, yeah, I'll meet you in Denver because it's close to, to where I'm at. Or I will be further away and it'll just be like, things are going so well that it doesn't, it's easy for me to travel and I'll come say hi while you're filming and it'll be a good time. Yeah. And that, no, and I... that's when you can buy me dinner. Yeah, no, no, no. So by the time this happens, all of the, so listeners out there in the world, you better get on. If y'all don't help me get a slice of cheesecake, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. So Twitch people, get on your stuff. I'll call your cousins, call your friends, tell, tell everybody you used to go to school with. Get on it. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to. Uh, looks like I'm going to be going to be buying dinner at some point this year, somewhere in the United States. Somewhere in the United States, uh, unless I get a passport, and for some reason it ends up that it, we're both in France. Who knows, right? Again, Possible. if I'm allowed to continue to negotiate up, I will. Don't make me say that we're going to be having dinner on Jupiter. We'll wow. get there. I will well take it there. Yeah, oh sure 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 that, that one might be that one might take a while but sure you know um, who knows who who knows what sort of fun stuff all the people who are trying to get into space who have all the money in the world are doing that you know maybe i could stumble onto a free ride to jupiter oh anything is possible I, anything I, is I, possible right I, I i truly do believe that i i i think i think though this is how I, I think then we're going to get to the plugs and stuff like that because I, I've had a wonderful time, but I, I have been. Yes, I, I, this I, has been great. But I, I would so, but I would say this, Miss Haley, um, you have a good mindful of possibilities. I, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this chat. Um, if I were to suggest anything to you after listening to you for a little bit, right? If the only thing I would say, maybe you got this clear vision of where you want to go. I, I kind of feel like you're you're somewhere between. Oh yeah. yeah, I have I have the vision. Then hold true the, to that. Releasing the you know releasing it to the universe, right? The trusting of the flow and the process. Mm -hmm. That is that is the. It is. It, it, do it, I want to say challenge? That's that's the intention. Yep. 
Uh, and some, it's okay to say challenging. It's okay to say, like, 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 like we mentioned some words here. Doubt, unfairness, right? Right. Right, right, right. We mentioned, so we mentioned letting some go words. of some connotations that maybe are not necessary. Well, well I, what, I, what I go so far, like, here's the thing. They're, they're, okay, so we're talking about real and interpretation, right? Those words do have darker connotations than, say, than other words, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I have a tendency to think that, that so I'm a, I'm a Switchfoot fan. One of my favorite songs of theirs. Sure. Is just, one of my favorite songs of theirs is The Shadow Proofs the Sunshine. Right? And that right. is valid. You that, can't have a villain without a hero. You can't have yeah, a hero to root for without a villain. That's true. But it's also, all necessary. But but the psych. Let's go to the psychology. The psychology shadow for a little minute for a second here. Mm -hmm. Right. The 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 idea of acknowledging those darker connotations doesn't in of itself mean that it's dark. It just in, right. It, right. It doesn't in of itself. It means it's dark. Doesn't mean it's, it's bad. Doesn't mean it's you know something to be pushed away from yourself. Exactly. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Like like doubt Con in the sense. Contrast is necessary. Yes. Like I said, like we mentioned earlier, doubt having the possibility that you could be wrong. That's mm -hmm. healthy. Unfairness. Life doesn't always go the way you planned it. Trust me. I based on some of my cocked plans. That's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. Some there's some things that I I wish would have gone more wrong more quickly, so yeah, that I yeah. could, you know, what I, so that it could have been like, well, I wasted a lot more time on that than I needed to. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's true. Right. So just all I'm saying is based on this, those darker things aren't necessarily bad things. Now, again, too much of anything, like right. It's well, it's, it's, it is, it's, you know, see that as, you know, you can't see the stars when the sun is out, right? But the stars are beautiful too. Exactly. Exactly. So it's okay. And then you'll find, and honestly, you'll be, this is what I found. I'm not too happier acknowledging. No, yeah, because yeah. when you take away the fear element of them, right? When yeah. it just becomes, that is a part of this game that we play. Then, then it's away. then then it is a game and it's easier to look for the fun exactly exactly so what do you want to, so what do you want to talk about well you want to plug you've done some little bits of self plus we're at the end of the presentation oh okay so. at the end we're at the end of our presentation thank you very much for watching turn on turn on the barbie tour guide right yeah, yeah um exactly. no so uh some of my podcasts i do have the adventures of abernathy franklin that's one of my fictional podcasts um no small stories. We're interviewing a lot of fun people on there. Um, we had like Mark Christopher Lawrence and BZ Collins recently who were like super duper fun. Um, and Johnny Haley day of fun is another podcast and my Frankie 411 podcast. And I can give you my link tree. You can put it wherever in the descriptions and the stuff that you, you find it, but, uh, H over Seth on Instagram. I'm on the Facebooks, not very frequently, but you know, go find me over there and yeah. Come check me out. I think I'm a lot of fun. And I have so very much enjoyed this. My good friend, Joshua or Josh, do we have a preference? We actually do not, but most people call me Josh. Okay. Josh, this has been fantastic. I do like Joshua, though. Oh, you can call me Joshua. Okay. I, I, I don't, you can't, no, no. I, I don't get called it as often, but I will respond. I, I don't hate it. So I don't hate it. No, no, no. <laughs> That's good. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> but, uh, 
no, it, 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 it's because I get called it so infrequently. It's odd at first. And then I just. Well, see, but that's the thing that I kind of like about being the person who does that. I, you know, it's more unique and it's more like gets mm-hmm. your attention a little bit more. Yeah, no, it does. And what does like, that like, say like, about like, me? Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, like I, I, like Joshua is 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 how I introduce myself professionally, and I don't know, right? It's, it's my professional well. There you name, go, right? And because because Josh is fun, but Josh is just well, how people. That's what I mean. You know, you could you could really expand it if you wanted to. You know, Lord Joshua of the podcast kingdom, something like that. You know, start to get Joshua. real colorful. Joshua the obnoxious, complete with a bread cake. That's a little, that's that, 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 that you know bread. what? I like it. Go yeah. and be obnoxious. I'm a fire sign, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm with it. Okay, <laughs> that bring that good. obnoxious energy. So, I, I've been I've been roped into buying dinner, buying dinner at some point this year. I probably will. You have been about. roped into magnificent manifestations coming your way for which you will be so joyful that you will want to buy dinner. That's right. No, there I, we I, go. So rule, rule, rule six: be thankful. Yes. Be be, be, char- be grateful. Be charitable. That's that is actually the rule. So always. So I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do. I'll just give you my twelve rules at some point. But for everybody watching, everybody listening, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Stay inspired. Keep shining in the dark. And I'll see you guys next time. Hold on a second here. That's that's uh. Healing Hands airs every Monday on channel Healing Hands YYC, hosted by Chanel Bostic. Healing Hands is a massage therapy education show in which Chanel shows you exactly some massage techniques, how to heal, and the basics of getting started. Check it out every Monday at Healing Hands YYC. Click on the link below to subscribe. Josh. Josh.